Welcome to Teaching Groot. Today's topic is more about parenting than teaching. It is, actually. Today we're going to be talking to you guys about um, parenting tips for internet usage. Specifically looking at your elementary, primary age children, because, well, those teenagers, they're an entirely different beast. Yes, and we could probably devote a whole different... Month. Month (laughs) to them. Adolescent month. Anyways. um, It's also nearing the end of our school year here. Um... So as a result, the kids will be going on vacation soon. And so monitoring internet use over the summer is a, is a hot topic. And it's a parent responsibility. Yep. It's no longer under our control. I'm not saying it was to begin with. I'm just... Yeah. But actually, you know what? For some yeah. schools, and they have devices that go home, but the device is still controlled by the school's filtering system. Yep, sure is. Come summertime, that device isn't home anymore, and the kid's just on the home device. And oh, man. It's party time. It is. So... How are you going to deal with that? Parents, well, we've got a few ideas. Before we get to the ideas, just some basic facts for you. There's, there is, um, internet addiction has gotten more prevalent lately. A uh, study out of South Korea said that uh, 160,000 South Korean kids between the ages of 5 and 9 are on the internet more than 8 hours a day. Uh, that's a bit of a shocker to me. help kind of keep your kids on track for wise internet use when your students when the kids are in school the students um under the guidance of the teacher learn a lot about digital citizenship or at least they should be before they're going onto their devices when it's at home it should be no different you as a parent need to help reinforce those lessons be a good human whether you're online or off and help and help build good humans um, there's a few websites that we've, uh, we can recommend to you guys right away. Uh, the American Psychological Association has a lot of good tips behind screen time in particular. Um, but they also have a bunch of tips behind what's good, what's bad. Parenting.com yep. is another good one. Yep. Common Sense Media has lots of parenting advice on there for all different age groups. And more so, more than just advice, they actually have like lessons you can take with your kids. And there's a lot of good resources on there. Yep. And um, Psycho- Psychology Today. Today. Yep. That's another one. And we've linked to a lot of these from our own teachinggrew.com website. So go take a look. All right, so one of the first tips I can give you is um, there are laws in place in most countries with regards to the age with which kids can use certain social media. Um, so monitor those laws. Uh, they're typically 13 years old. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all major social media outlets do have ages. And it is technically illegal for them to be on there if they're not that age. So, if your child has an account, how did they get it? I know I've had a few kids try to add me to Facebook, who were nine, and I had to go, how? And they admitted that they lied about their age. So, keep an eye on your child's social media usage. Some, some companies will allow a child to have an account with them with parental permission. Yes. And there's usually a line where they have to put in their parents' email address and the parents need to sign away something. So keep an eye out for that too. Yeah. With respect to uh, safe searching on the net, uh, for one thing, check the privacy settings on your computers. Um, see if they're set to safe to safe search filters and stuff like that. You can also use websites like kidrex.com. Um, and Kittle. And Kittle. Kittle's a good one. Yeah. 
there's a bunch of really good kid-friendly search engines that you can use that they, they're built to narrow the results so that kids don't find the explicit material there. A warning for parents, when you're doing image searches, it's much harder for filtering systems mm -hmm. to filter images yes. because there's no words attached. Yeah. So if your child is doing or needing to do any sort of image searches, it's best for you to be very nearby. Yeah. Um, and there's also a few um, filtering softwares you can actually install into your, your home computers um, or your you know, there's a, there's a bunch of apps you can do it the same way. Uh, Net Nanny, which has been around for since the 90s, uh, I remember it being around when I was younger. Uh, Pure Sight PC uh, and My Mobile Watchdog are three examples of ones that are really good for monitoring filtering access. You can also buy these devices, and I'll talk about those in a few minutes. But um, setting ground rules with your kids, creating a contract with your child about internet use is a huge one. And actually make it a family thing. So mm. on Psychology Today, they actually quote uh, an example of one, which is great because the kids contributed to it for the parents, and then the parents contributed it to, for the kids. So it was something like with the computer. When A has something to say, mommy has to close the laptop and listen. Yeah. And that, I found, is really important because, yes, so often we try to multitask and we're still on our laptops paying attention to what's on our laptop and saying, yes, I'm listening, keep going. But really, only half of our attention is there. And this child doesn't necessarily feel like the full attention is there. It's true. Um, so, you know, be a model of the contract that you do, but, but post it. Um, put it right onto your fridge mm -hmm. or someone that's very visible. And if they make a mistake, reference it. Get them to sign it. Physically sign the contract. Yep. Yep. Um, any devices need to be charged in a public area. Yes. No, no devices private. in the bedrooms. And it is well known that the blue light from devices uh, does affect child's sleep and your sleep too. So keeping the devices significantly away from them is a wise idea. Uh, the closer they are, the more tempted they're going to be to use it, and the more habitual you become in the bedroom. Plus, your brain will associate your bed with what you associate it with. So if you associate it with reading and sleeping, cool, you'll fall asleep easier. If you associate it with online internet use, which is a stimulant to the, to the brain, you won't get to sleep as easier. Yeah. Um, the other thing you want to make sure that you're doing is having family time. Mm. Device-free family time. There is a commercial about a device release. I don't know how, how real this device is, and I think there's a few of them out there now. And it was the shape of a large pepper shaker. And you could twist the top and all the devices in the house. It was, it was, it was like an electromagnetic pulse. It wasn't actually that. But it was all the devices that had to be planted into it. And it would shut them all off until you untwisted this thing. So forced family time. You shouldn't need to force your family time. However, it, it, it's an option. And again, that goes for mom and dad too. Yes. You need to model it. So if you're saying no devices and then you whip out your phone to check a text message that just came in. Or an email from work. You know, you've just said, do as I say, not as I do. And the second they get a chance, they will be on that phone, quote unquote, responding to an email. Um, you should also get to know what your child's habits are. Learn, learn your child's internet habits. You find out what things they like to look at the most, what sites they like to go to the most, even if it doesn't make sense to you, you at least get to know it. Yes. Um, a big one is educate your kids on what is appropriate and inappropriate. What are, you know, things like questionnaires. Uh, contests, giveaways, spam. Educate them on that, on what that stuff is and how it can affect their internet lives and 
the inappropriateness of them. So, yeah. And when they make a mistake, and they're going to make a mistake. And so will you. And so will you. Do make sure that you use it as a teachable moment, as we say, rather than just a consequence. Yes. don't, Don't hesitate to give consequences. Make them logical. Make it connected to what they did. Um... But Create I'll, that resilience in your child. Don't yeah. coddle them. Don't become a laissez-faire parent about laissez-faire parent about um, their internet use. But yeah. And let's okay. Let's delve into something here. Just that digital babysitter. It happens, yes. and it needs to happen because you know what? Sometimes when you've got a pot of water boiling on the stove, you need to deal with that pot of water. Yeah. Or if you have a screaming child and you're in the middle of public. And you're getting judged because we are phenomenal as a society, whether we're a parent or not, to judge for that. Um, you often want that placating device. So don't beat yourself up over that one. But also, choose your moments. Also, yeah, don't make it the placating device because that will just lead to internet addiction. Um, last few little, last few little ones here. Um, if you want to be, if you want to let them use social media when they're older, be a good steward of it yourself first. Chances are when they get on it, at some point in time, they'll find you. You should be a good model of that. Limit cell phone use. If they're at the age where they can get their own cell phone, let's be clear on the instructions. Um, You want to educate them on their social media reputation and on the dangers, uh, pros and cons of it. And educating them on cyberbullying is a big deal. Um, Huge. Actually, cyberbullying, like you want to keep a real big eye out for that. Yes. Teach your kids empathy. Just because the person's not there in front of you saying the words to you does not mean that it's not something that can be said online. Yes, I and mean, we won't dive deep into that one today. We'll probably leave that for a totally different episode. That is huge. That's heavy. Um, so we'll leave it there for today. That was a few top parenting tips, a few top websites you can use. Um, so yeah, uh, have a great time. Uh, monitor your kids over the summer. Um, keep them happy. Keep them safe. Keep them outside. Keep them experiencing life. That's the reason why we don't that we want to balance the technology so they can actually experience the world instead of just seeing it through the lens of a phone or a computer. Exactly. So enjoy everybody. Have a great summer.